This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com
Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, September the 28th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether that's WWE, AEW, or so many more. We bring you all the news that's happening backstage and inside the Squared Circle. It's a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting over on eWrestling News, Ryan Clark's writing in this hour, Eddie Kingston reveals how his friendship with Ruby Soho started and how it is today. Now, during a recent interview with Bleacher Report, AEW wrestler Eddie Kingston commented on how suicidal has personally impacted him and how his friendship with Ruby Soho started and so much more. Now, on how suicide has personally impacted the life of Eddie Kingston, he would go on to say, and I quote, I've lost a couple of friends due to suicide. Myself, I didn't attempt it, but I was extremely close to the breaking point at one point, and I was really, really down. It feels like the world suicide is always been around in my life, you know? It seems like it's always been there. I don't remember a day when that word really wasn't around in my life. Now, on how he states that he's in a better place right now. When I go to that point, and I try to think of maybe no one else should hurt me right now, or maybe you hurt somebody else when you go to that dark place, and you think that nobody cares, but at the end of the day, one person cares. At least one person cares for the fact that one person does care about how you are, and that one person gets affected by what happens to you, and then another person gets affected, and then another and then another, and so forth. Because it's not just you that you're hurting at the end of the day. It's your friends, and it's your family. And whether you think about it or not, it's truth. And what I want people to understand is, you may feel alone, but there's always at least one person out there who will be affected by what happens to you. And it takes just one person to be affected by losing you. And the next thing you know, they get depressed, and then maybe they get down on themselves too. And then you might not think about it. You know what? It affects so many people. Now, he also talked about his relationship with Ruby Soho, a former AEW colleague of his. He said, oh man, it's been a while. I just remember when she first started wrestling, I knew her trainer, Billy Ross. So knowing that I know her trainer and how much of a good person he is, I decided to look out for everybody that was one of his students. And you know, I do that for certain people. Like for instance, another example is Pepper Parks. He was a student of King and you know, he's actually in my heart too. And I look out for him and I like to give advice when I can and do other things like that. And that's really how it all started. I knew she was one of Rock's kids. So I went out there and I just tried to see if I could give her some advice. And as time went on, we started talking deeper about other things other than wrestling. And you know, we started clicking with one another. It's really weird how friendships grow, but you know what? Ours grew quickly, but she got me right away. I definitely pushed her away in the beginning, you know? Then, there's a lot of people out there who really need your support and want to support you. And I've tried to push other people away, but you know what? The ones that keep around are the ones I like. And I'm really lucky and blessed to have all these people stick around with me. It's been a wild ride. Now, on his future with Malachi Black, this is what he said. Well, first of all, I seem to be doing big things. I've known Malachi for at least 15 years, maybe more. Maybe I first met him when I was doing tours in Germany. He's going to be a big star when he's ready and he wants to. And I wish him nothing but the best. And I wish him all the happiness in the world. He and his wife, Zelina Vega, because I know them as people. And I just don't know them as performers or whatever. We're not just pro wrestlers, but we're human beings as well. I know he's going to be okay, and I know that he has a great support system around him as well. If you'd like to find out more about what Eddie Kingston had to say about his relationship with Ruby Soho and Malachi Black, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. Continuing on the news today, Thomas Lawson's writing in, the recent report coming out from AEW says Soraya is expected to wrestle in some capacity, but exactly what many fans are wanting to know. New AEW signing Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE, 
is expected to wrestle for the company despite being unclear to compete while she was in WWE. Now, in December of 2017, the then Paige suffered an injury that would ultimately lead her to retirement as she announced it in April of 2018. Now, earlier this year, Soraya's contract with WWE expired. She joined AEW just last week at the Arthur Ashe Stadium for AEW's Grand Slam. Now, Fightful Select is reporting that some sources within AEW say that the amount of Soraya is being paged largely implies that, yeah, she will be wrestling at some point in some capacity with the company. Now, numerous talents within AEW went to bat for Soraya when advised by Tony Khan that she would be a good person to bring into the promotion. Fightful would continue to add on that it was unnecessary given that AEW showed interest in the British wrestler for some time and possibly as early as StarCast. It was also reported that Soraya has signed a three-year contract with AEW. Now, those who we spoke with at Fightful expressed excitement about her joining the company, though her medical status still remains unclear. Soraya is scheduled once again to speak on tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. For more information on all of these with her new signing in AEW, continue following Thomas Lawson and more information will be coming forward. Andrew Ray Ravens is also writing this hour about Tony Khan. Tony Khan is opening Forbidden Door once again. AEW President Tony Khan announced on Twitter that New Japan pro wrestler Booker Grado is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for tonight's Dynamite TV. So he noted that the Forbidden Door is open once again on tonight's Dynamite show. Now, with that being said, Tony Khan is always interested in potentially bringing in... Now, continuing on, tonight's episode of Dynamite will have the Chris Jericho celebration ceremony after he won the Ring of Honor World title last week from Claudio Castanoli. Soraya speaks to the AEW audience, MJF speaks as well, and Chris Jericho is also set to defend the Ring of Honor title against Bandito. For more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News and Andrew Ravens as he will have more on this late-breaking news. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole are making news at this hour. Andrew Ravens is writing in for E-Wrestling News. Bobby Fish is now denying he ever asked Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly to leave AEW. Over the weekend, a story broke out about Bobby Fish trying to get Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly to request the releases from AEW so they could all rejoin again in WWE under the Triple H regime. Now, Cole and O'Reilly reportedly told Fish that they would not want to do that whatsoever. Later, Fightful said that the AEW sources vehemently refuted the news and said WWE sources claims that no one's even spoken to Bobby Fish whatsoever. Now, so many things are continuing to spile around about what's happening with Inside the World of Wrestling. Many wrestlers are telling people do not re- believe reports that you hear unless it comes from us. With more information, continue following Andrew Ravens and more information about this will be forthcoming. Now, MJF is making news at this hour. Joshua Jones is writing in. MJF names his Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling, and he also touches on the Vince McMahon scandal. Now, during a recent appearance on KFC Radio, AW star MJF listed who would be on his personal Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling, and he also touched about his feelings regarding Vince McMahon's exit from WWE. Now, the first topic, who is on his Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling? He would go on to say, and I quote, Am I allowed to say me four times, or is that inappropriate? So if if we're not saying me four times, then here are the people. Triple H, Rowdy Piper, uh, let's see here. I'd say The Rock and Steve Austin, that would make my four. Now, he also commented on other people, on leaving out names like The Undertaker and Mick Foley on his personal Mount Rushmore. He would go on to say, and I quote, You're leaving off a lot of names, aren't I? Yep. Oh, Mick Foley? forget him. I'm the most famous man from Long Island. Mick Foley, get out of here, dude. Go take it and take a plunge somewhere else. I don't have time for you. Now, as far as Hulk Hogan is concerned, he would make this comment. Hulk Hogan, double H, you know, there's been some controversy for him. I don't know if I've seen any of it, 
but I've got no comment on Mr. Terry Balea. Now on Vince McMahon not making his list on his Mount Rushmore, he would go on to say, and I quote, Vince McMahon, really? Retired amidst a slew of interesting sentiments from people such as different women. Wow, he's got big bills. That's like MJF money, you know? His legacy is fully tarnished? Maybe, maybe not. But did he put out some of the most best professional wrestling in the history of the business? Absolutely. Now, he also commented on Vince's departure from WWE, and he would say the following. I mean, look, if people are out there and think they're miserable right now, and that's hard to believe, he's probably crying in a bed of money right now in his huge mansion in Connecticut. I think he's going to be just fine. Not that he should even care, but you know what? These are just the way things are. For more information on everything that's MJF, continue following eWrestling News and find out more about what he has to say by the article that is trending right now over with Joshua Jones. Thomas Lawson staying busy today. He's reporting about the Young Bucks. Matt Jackson tells fans, see you soon amid the AEW suspension and investigation after the all-out post-media scrum fight. Now, Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks is looking forward to seeing fans soon again amid his ongoing suspension from AEW. Jackson and his brother Nick were suspended alongside Kenny Omega for their role in the AEW all-out backstage fight that stripped them of the trio's championships. Now, recently on Instagram, Matt Jackson gave a shout-out to fans while promoting the release of the Bucks' new shoes that are being sold at Champ Sports, and they were released today. Here's what he had to say. Thank you guys for everything for the last 18 years. You've supported us and have been so great for us, and I really can't wait to see you guys soon. Now, CM Punk and Ace Steel have been removed from all forms of programming in AEW with the belief that one or both men could be fired from AEW after the investigation is complete. With more information, continue following eWrestling News, and we'll have more information on on the Young Bucks, A Steel, and CM Punk. MJF once again is weighing in. MJF, the controversial AEW star, loves sharing his opinions. Ryan Clark writes in, MJF is weighing in on the acting skills of Batista, John Cena, and The Rock. MJF is planning on going to Hollywood once his pro wrestling career comes to an end. During a recent appearance on KFC Radio, the AEW wrestler commented on a potential career beyond wrestling that separates most wrestlers from guys who can break into the acting business, such as The Rock, John Cena, and Batista. Now, here is what he had to say on a potential career after he's done in the squared circle. You know, it's very interesting. I see myself acting. I see myself doing kind of what John Cena, Batista, and The Rock are doing. There's definitely a lot of feelers out there right now. I'm actually going to be heading out to LA really soon, literally after Dynamite, of all things, for the, all these meetings. There's definitely a lot of people that are interested in MJF. Now, on what separates most wrestlers from guys who think they can break into the acting business, this is what the salt of the earth had to say. So when I walk into a room, and when you listen to me talk, it's pretty obvious that I have something in the industry they call the it factor. Well, you've either got it or you don't. I feel most people in the business have some amount of it, and some of it are in droves, and I've had it ever since. You know what? And so does Cena, The Rock, and Batista. Now, he also commented on his views of Batista's acting. He said, if you watch the later years of Batista's career, you'll actually see that there's definitely a light bulb moment that goes off with him. And I feel like when you watch him in all these different movies he's in, he's really got a dry sense of humor. And I think it translates really well. Now on the talent he believes that The Rock and John Cena possess in their movies. He would go on to say, and I quote, now when you look at The Rock and John Cena, I think it's a different type of charisma. You know, yes, The Rock is like gigantic. But I don't think that there's 
reasons why he's so appealing. It's just he is charming and he is charismatic and he grabs you by the face and makes you watch him on the screen. Now, he also talked about the lack of people who had bad movies and bad stories to say about The Rock. He would go on to say, oh my God, I don't think you'll find a single person that'll say anything. I don't think a bad movie for The Rock will ever happen. If you'd like to read more about what MGF had to say about the current wrestlers that are in Hollywood and his future, potentially in acting after he leaves, continue reading e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. Interim women's title match has been announced for this episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, it was announced on Tuesday that Tony Storm will defend her interim AEW World Women's Championship against Serena Deeb on Dynamite. Now, tonight, interim women's championship, Tony Storm, she defends against Serena Deeb. AEW World Title Elimination Match, John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. Ring of Honor World Championship Title Match is Chris Jericho versus Bandito. Once again, Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE, she will speak for the first time since she signed with the company. MJF is set to make an appearance, and we're also going to see Chris Jericho's championship celebration after his big win against Claudio Castanoli. Don't forget, Dynamite starts tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TBS. Renee is chiming in on Soraya, formerly known as Paige, for her debut in AEW. She said she almost lost it. During the latest edition of Sessions with Renee podcast, former WWE broadcaster Renee commented on Soraya's debut in All Elite Wrestling and how she's always been the anti-diva of WWE and so much more. Now Renee would first start off by saying, what she felt when she saw Soraya debut on TV. She said, I nearly shit my pants. I almost cried. I was so happy for that moment and the fact it all came together the way it did. Now, on what this means for AEW, she would go on to say, Man, it's a great moment, and it's awesome to see Soraya join AEW. What this means for the women division. Is there a bigger star to step in that spot? We haven't seen her wrestle in years, and now we have this massive presence of somebody who just lives and breathes pro wrestling. I think she's going to make a huge difference, and I'm just so excited. It was just such a great moment. What a pop. Now, on Soraya being what she referred to as the anti-diva when they were both in WWE, this is what Renee had to say. You think of her being the anti-diva, you look at all these matches that she was having, I feel like she was like the backbone of the really cool kind of change that was happening in women's wrestling. That's what women's wrestling really should be. If you'd like to find out more, listen to the sessions with Renee. You could find that anywhere fine podcasts are made available and continue following e-wrestling news as more information about Soraya will be coming forward. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour about Malachi Black. Now, Malachi Black contradicts himself, but he continues to deny that he has any interest in leaving AEW. On September the 18th, Malachi Black put out a statement where he confirmed that he did, in fact, request his release from All Elite Wrestling. Now, at that time, he said he was going to take a few months to recalibrate his life. Now, there were later reports that Malachi was granted what was called a conditional release from the company. Now, during a live stream on Monday, Black revealed that he is in fact not leaving AEW, that he'd be back in a couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months. Black also revealed that his length of his contract was not for five years. Now, while Black did ask for his release from the company, Tony Khan is simply not granting any wrestlers on his roster any releases at this current time. 
Now, on the length of his current AEW contract, this is what Black had to say. All right, guys, so how many times do I have to tell people I can't even get the years of my contract right, which is very minuscule in detail when you look at it. When you are expecting how many people are going to be asking about this stuff, it's intimate, it's private, it's details regarding my private business, my contact. You know what? My contract's not five years. My contract's never been five years. It's not right. It's bullshit and it's lies. So, you know, I posted a statement. And even if you, of course, all of you have read my statement, because even if you've read my statement, it clearly reads that my release is in quotations. Now, he's also talked about receiving death threats and different rumors. Now, in a time where I'm supposed to take care of myself and kind of wind down, I have to deal with this stupid stuff from people who are not even in the business, pretending that they're in the business with all their sources. You know, the worst thing about this is for the past three days, nothing but weird, hateful comments. And today, even two death threats. Seriously, death threats? You wish death upon someone because of what someone else said and that wasn't even confirmed? It wasn't even confirmed. Clearly, it wasn't confirmed, and none of this is confirmed. There's no confirmation because I haven't left. This whole thing is is gotten out of control. I've been given some time off by Tony Khan to take care of a bunch of personal stuff. All this stuff has been cleared up like weeks ago, and all this stuff has nothing to do with this. Now, on the statement he posted on September the 18th, he would go on to say, I posted that statement as a summary for all of you to understand why I was taking time off. Again, in the statement, like I said, it's just mind-boggling. And it's even incentive enough for you to stop believing all these people who say they know things because they don't. Because if you're like, again, where there are parts of this mob who are coming out to get me, sending me a bunch of hateful comments about this situation, if so, I'm sorry, but you're dumb. Like, you're stupid. Does anyone understand, like, does that just make any sense whatsoever, especially when I'm dealing with all this stuff? In a very productive manner, does this help whatsoever? I hate all of these dirt sheets. They should take responsibility. None of these guys will take accountability. And you know what? It's messed up. But I'm sorry. I should have not probably said anything. So, I'm going through some stuff. Maybe I should say that or not. Maybe we should not make these baseless assumptions based on Things that people don't know. We should just wait to see how it turns out. So none of this is true. Not one single thing. If you'd like to read more of what Malachi Black had to say about his feelings, about those writers in the dirt sheets, making this believe that everybody is pinning him to leave AEW, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Ryan Clark's also writing on E-Wrestling News. Mick Foley believes CM Punk's AEW comments were very disastrous to the credibility of Tony Khan. Now, during the latest edition of his Foley is Pod podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley commented on CM Punk's comments during the All Out Post Media Scrum and why he believes that the comments that Punk made were disastrous for President Tony Khan. Now, on how it was disastrous, he would go on to say in a quote, I think everything that you take away from this, if you look at all of it in its momentum, it was so counterproductive of what Punk was saying. And by that standard, everything Phil did, or Punk did, I should say, was disastrous because it put Tony Khan in a bad situation. Anything that ends up with, you know, Punk, I believe it hurt. Not only it hurt you, but it probably hurt others. But you know what? Just put a lot of eyeballs on the product the next night. And that's a given. People are going to want to watch after something like this happens. It was just really unfortunate. You don't want to see that side of superstars. Now, he would also go on to say on wanting to 
ruin the joy after a title win. He would also come on, comment, I know how it feels after a title. I beat this guy. I can hold all the energy with it right now. I won the WWE title from The Rock, and I never thought I was the WWE title guy. I never based my career on any of that, but I do remember the feeling of utter joy. I moved pretty good for a big guy, and I ran two or three laps around the ring, and I gave an impromptu Big Daddy-O did it. I can't imagine going backstage and being angry or bitter or taking the joy out of the experience for the fans. So I don't see why Punk's promo, I just don't get it in its entirety. But it put Tony Khan in a bad position, and you don't want to do that to somebody. There's a time and a place to maybe play with emotions, but if you have something substantial that you need to say, you need to say it behind closed doors. You don't want to put people in a strange situation and put a strange feeling in their gut, especially not after a title win. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News and more information about McFoley and his sentiments about AEW and Tony Khan will be forthcoming. Jacques Rougeau says he's interested in working for AEW. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. During a recent appearance on Ken's Corner podcast, former WWE superstar Jacques Rougeau commented on his plans to visit the Nightmare Factory and possibly working with AEW in the future. Now, Jeremy Prophet on waiting to use him as his manager. There's also many things that are possible for me right now. There are a lot of things that are opening up for me right now. I can think I can bring a lot to the business right now. I had many, many talents. There's Matt Black, there's Chris Dillon, there's Jeremy Prophet, and his girlfriend Jessica Black. But Jeremy Prophet was one of those who first caught my attention. He said, Jacques, I'm going to represent Quebec in the Nightmare Factory in AEW up in Toronto, and I'm going to make it in the big leagues, and I'd like to bring you in as my manager. I kind of tingled my spider senses to hear someone say something like that to me. Hey, you know what? It would be fun. I could be like a Jimmy Hart. I'm a good talker, and I have a lot of charisma. I think I could bring something out of Jeremy Prophet that no one else can do. Not that he needs anyone to speak for himself. But you know what? He just lit a flame inside of me. Now, on his plans to visit the Nightmare Factory and possibly working with AEW, this is what Jacques had to say. I'm going to the Nightmare Factory in the fall to see their wrestling school. I may give in a hand here and there. I may put my wrestling boots on and my gear to help out a little bit with who knows who could bring me in. My mind is open. It's back to potentially hopefully participating in wrestling in AEW if I can. If not, just continuing for the next five, six, seven years in my wrestling academy and being a trampoline for Canadian wrestlers and opening doors for them. I'm not getting any working papers or working visas right now, but you know what? If they want to bring me in for a few months to the Nightmare Factory, I'll see what I can do there. You know what? They've got the papers and I'll do the work. For more information on Jacques Rougeau and everything that he is talking about wanting to still continue to accomplish in his wrestling career, continue following eWrestling News and more information. Ryan Clark's also writing in at this hour the latest on Brandy Rhodes. Tony Khan reveals why he booked a title eliminator match on Dynamite and so much more. Now, AEW wrestler Soraya will be appearing at the Legends of Wrestling Fan Fest on Saturday, October 1st. Additionally, she will be appearing at the Monster Mania Con in Hunt Valley, Maryland on Sunday, October the 2nd. Former AEW Chief Brand Officer Brandi Rhodes took to Twitter today to hype the debut of her new podcast, Two Lies and One Truth, which will drop on Thursday, September 29th. Here is what she wrote on social media. My podcast is here. Two Lies and One Truth drops on Thursday. Episode 1 has a guest you're going to love. Who do you think it is? Hmm, it's a parenting podcast, not a mommy podcast. Who could this mom or dad be? 
we'll find out. Now, in addition to all of that, once again, you can follow Brandy Rhodes on social media. You can follow her at the Brandy Rhodes as well. And once again, don't forget Dynamite Tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard on TBS. Now, Ricky Starks is making news at this hour. Ricky Starks is saying, you know what, guys? I'm not a fan of pumpkin spice. And unfortunately, he got taken to town on social media. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. AEW star Ricky Starks isn't a fan of anything pumpkin spice. In fact, he said pumpkin spice is absolute trash. Now, the tweet Ricky Starks sent out drew some responses from the likes of Bailey, Ethan Page, AEW on TV's Twitter account, and others. He got into a good altercation with many of them, and Bailey even went as far as saying, you're blocked. For more information on Ricky Starks, continue following eWrestling News, and more information on all of that will be forthcoming. Soraya is also again making news at this hour. Soraya posts a controversial TikTok video. We also have some news on Sammy Guevara as well. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Vice TV took to Twitter on Monday to post a new graphic for the upcoming wrestling docuseries, Tales from the Territories, which will debut Tuesday, October the 4th on Vice TV. You can follow them at Vice TV on social media. Now you can also check out the latest edition of Sammy Guevara's latest vlog. Now this episode features some behind the scenes footage from AEW Grand Slam happening at Arthur Ashe Stadium. AEW wrestler Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE, recently took to TikTok to post a video of herself and boyfriend and singer-musician Ronnie Radke. She captioned the video with following. Baby, I'm in love with a criminal. Now in the video, Soraya is sitting on a couch while watching Radke pretending to stab someone on the floor as Britney Spears' hit song Criminal is playing in the background. She later said the following comments in her section. This will be the next evidence they will use along with my Wikipedia. For more information, continue following eWrestling News and more information on Soraya and her controversial TikTok video will be forthcoming. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour for eWrestling News. There's photos that are floating right now about CM Punk being spotted for the first time since his AEW All Out backstage fight. Now, following the post-AEW All Out media scrum, CM Punk has not been seen in public, but until now. Punk, Kenny Omega, Ace Steel, and the Young Bucks were all involved in a backstage fight after Punk attacked Colt Cabana, Hangman Adam Page, and the EVPs during the media scrum. Now, Punk defeated John Moxley at the AEW All Out 2022 to reclaim the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, but tore his left tricep while performing a move. Now, he later underwent surgery, and he is now recovering. Unfortunately, the timetable is at least six to eight months. Now, someone on social media went ahead and posted a picture of CM Punk as they saw him in Chicago. She captioned, new recent pic of CM Punk. I'm in tears. I miss him. For more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and any information regarding CM Punk, the Young Bucks, or A-Steel, we will bring you very soon. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour in addition to AEW news that Tony Khan is not granting anyone any releases from their contracts. An AEW wrestler reportedly informed the company that WWE representatives had approached them regarding a potential return to the company, prompting AEW to email WWE CEO Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon telling them to not tamper with their talent. Now Malachi Black has now denied claims he ever asked for his release from his contract following his comments on social media. 
After Triple H took over creative duties from Vince McMahon just a few months ago this summer, WWE contacted a number of AEW talents regarding a possible return to the company. Now, these stars included FTR, Malachi Black, and Swerve Strickland, just to name a few. Now, speaking on Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer said that no one is going to be released at any point in time. Right now, everyone who's in AEW will be staying with AEW. For more information on all these talent releases or non-talent releases, please continue following eWrestling News, and we'll have more information. Thomas Lawson's making news at this hour. AEW Battle of the Belts 4 has now moved its date. Now they're no longer competing with WWE Extreme Rules. AEW Battle of the Belts will no longer be airing on the same date and time as, a- as WWE's Extreme Rules premium live event. AEW's show was originally scheduled to air on Saturday, October the 8th. Now that's the same day as WWE Extreme Rules pay-per-view. In a new TV listing, Battle of the Belts will now air on Friday, October the 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. AEW Rampage, which usually occupies that spot on Fridays at 10 p.m., has been bumped up an hour and will air at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more information on the schedule changes, continue following eWrestling News, and more information of this will be coming forward. Now, we have some news on Dave Meltzer. AEW and WWE reporter Dave Meltzer is making news. WWE seemingly references Dave Meltzer on the latest episode of NXT. WWE had some fun at Dave Meltzer's expense during the latest episode of NXT. During the episode... Andre Chase held a press conference alongside Chase University to hype up his North American Championship qualifier against Von Wagner. Now, when a journalist named Dave questioned how Chase will win, considering he's never beaten Wagner before, the NXT superstar exploded and called out Dave for not asking a real five-star question. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News and NXT to find out more if this Dave reporter is going to be referenced more in upcoming storylines. Let's go ahead and let's check in with John Fuentes, who has some news on AEW and how it is being affected by Hurricane Ivan. And those who are affected were told they could skip Dynamite. AEW President Tony Khan announced via Twitter today that any AEW roster member or staff that's affected by Hurricane Ian can skip Dynamite's TV tapings tonight. The storm is currently approaching and has landed in Florida and will pass through Central Florida later this week. Now this is what Khan wrote. For everyone in AEW, in case you missed our email, anyone worried about Hurricane Ian, effective your travel time or your home. It's about your family and your family's life. It's voluntary if you want to come to TV this week. Anyone affected by the hurricane can take care of their business at home, and we hope to see you the following week. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. Thomas Lawson's also writing in on this hour. Naomi on Lash Legend. She says, please stop comparing us black women for the wrong reasons. But what does she have to say? WWE superstar Naomi said she is absolutely not like Lash Legend and asked fans to stop comparing them just because they're black. Legend made her on-screen debut in September of 2021 as part of NXT 2.0, now just known as WWE NXT, and currently is aligned with Pretty Deadly. When a fan referred to Legend as an off-brand Naomi, the former SmackDown Women's Champion, well, she fired back at him. She did not like the comments. She said, absolutely not. Lash is in her own lane, and I'm very proud of her, and I look forward to her growth and her success. 
Please stop comparing us black women for all the wrong reasons, respectfully. For more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information about the NXT and SmackDown stars will be forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, or it's WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, or so many more. We're a daily podcast that drops each and every day, and it's free of charge anywhere where fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right back to the headlines. Shawn Michaels is making news at this hour. Shawn Michaels is saying that WWE NXT has rebirthed his love for the world of professional wrestling. Now two-time WWE Hall of Famer, the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, has said his work in NXT has reignited his love and passion for the world of professional wrestling. Now Michaels joined WWE NXT in 2016, initially just as a trainer, before being promoted to a writer and then a producer in 2018. In September of 22, his job title changed and was confirmed now as he's the Senior Vice President of Talent Development and creative responsible in NXT. Now, speaking to San Antonio's Express News, Michaels talked about how his work on the brand has affected him on a personal level. This is what Michaels had to say. I love serving the young men and women who come through NXT. It has rebirthed a love and a passion for this job that in 2009 I was ready to walk away from completely just to sit on my porch and look over my 500 acres. If you'd like to find out more about what's going on with Shawn Michaels and how he is making waves and changes for the next generation of wrestlers in NXT, continue following eWrestling News and we'll have more to report. Thomas Lawson's writing in also at this hour, Braun Breaker references Scott Steiner's math on a recent promo of NXT. When WWE NXT champion Braun Breaker gave a reference to his uncle Scott Steiner's infamous promo of doing math, he went ahead and mocked it on NXT this week. In a run in TNA Wrestling Sacrifice Pay-Per-View 2008, Scott Steiner explained with some unique mathematics how he was guaranteed to win a triple threat match against Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. Now, initially claiming that the triple threat match, each participant had a 33 and a third percent chance of winning, Steiner claimed that he had a 141 and two-thirds chance of winning the match against Samoa Joe. Now, on NXT, Breaker spoke about the upcoming triple threat match against his opponents and said, yes, I now have a 33 and one-third chance of winning this match. If you'd like to go ahead and find out more, continue following WWE and also follow NXT on all forms of social media. You can tell that the fans are definitely into Braun Breaker to see what will happen with him as far as a call-up to the main roster. We'll just have to wait and see. Let's go ahead and let's check out more information about the NXT Halloween Havoc card that is going to be coming out. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. NXT is announcing the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view that's going to be coming. Following this week's episode of WWE NXT, we now have two matches that have been confirmed for NXT Halloween Havoc pay-per-view event, which takes place on October the 22nd. Now, the first one, Braun Breaker, will be in a three-way match for the championship itself. The North American Championship will be held in a ladder match. Carmelo Hayes versus Mensa versus Wesley, and two more people are to be announced still. For more information on the matches that are going to be added to Halloween Havoc, continue following NXT as more dates will be, more participants will be named in the coming weeks. In addition to that, guess who else is making news? Well, 
Australia is making news when it comes to WWE. WWE has signed a brand new streaming deal in Australia. WWE signed a new streaming deal in Australia. On Tuesday, the company sent out a press release to announce their new multi-year partnership with Foxtel. Now, here's the official statement below. Foxtel, which is a media conglomerate, is becoming exclusive destination for WWE in Australia. The partnership marks a new chapter with the Foxtel Group becoming the exclusive destination for all programming in Australia. Now it's becoming a new streaming service into the home of the WWE Network in Australia. It is dedicated to WWE programming 24-7. WWE Channel will include all premium live events, major events that will also be showcased on their Fox 8 TV channel. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and we'll have more information on the domination that WWE has on different aspects of the globe. Ronda Rousey is making news at this hour. Ronda Rousey believes that WWE fans care more about talent than UFC stars. What does she mean by that? WWE superstar Ronda Rousey recently took on one of her gaming streams and answered some questions from her fans as she was playing. Now Rousey was asked, whose fans are better, WWE or UFC? To which Rousey responded that she sees more respect from WWE fans than from UFC fans. Here was a quote. I would say that the WWE fans care more about the wrestlers than UFC fans care about their fighters. UFC fans have much less respect for veterans and legends of the sport than WWE does. Now she would go on to say, a lot of UFC fans are kind of like bandwagon fans who just kind of jump in. The second you're not on top, you're dead to them. Where WWE fans are like, this is the guy that I've been supporting for 20 years and they're still going and I'm still excited to see them wherever they are. Where UFC fans are like, oh yeah, Forrest Griffin, that guy sucks now. For more information on everything that Ronda has to say, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. That is the headlines for today, Wednesday, September the 28th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the information in the world of wrestling. Whether it's behind the scenes or it's in the squared circle, we're here to give you a comprehensive outlook about everything happening in the world of wrestling. The podcast drops daily and once again is absolutely free of charge anywhere where podcasts are made available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland and I hope to catch you on the next episode of headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops.